It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello and welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast, a late night edition once again of the Heat Check Podcast. I'm David Wilson. I'm joined, as always, on the other line by Anthony Chang, our Heat beat writer here at the Herald. Just got home from uh, a long day at FTX Arena, opening night for the Heat. Uh, Miami loses uh, 116-108 to the Bulls. Uh, weird performance. It's opening night, so you never want to yeah. read too much into it. Um but a couple, I don't know, uh, obviously a couple of key guys that did not play particularly well tonight. We'll, we'll talk about, um, I don't know, what the level of concern is with some of these guys versus I'm sure some of this is just, you know, one night of the season. He turned it over. Uh, I mean, you kind of sum it up with, I think, two big numbers, right? And that is the Heat turning it over 19 times and, bam, scoring 12 points on 5 of 15 shooting. Those are two. Um, what you would assume will be outlier performances for this team. Uh, not gonna, obviously not gonna average 19 turnovers per game and BAM is going to be, uh, much better than that on a night to night basis. Uh, but on opening night of the season, it was kind of enough to, uh, doom them with just, just those two numbers, I think, basically. Yeah, I would say the turnovers were huge. I mean, I think they had yeah. 13 of their 19 turnovers in the second half. And then you pair that with their defensive yep. issues, especially in the third quarter. They lost 37 points, I think, on like 60-something percent shooting. Um, that's basically when the Bulls pulled away, right? I mean, that's when they built their lead and gained some separation. That was the game right there. Their defense in the second half, really from like late in the second quarter through the third quarter, was awful. It was terrifying. Some of that was DeRozan just doing what DeRozan does. He got into a groove, and he was hitting yeah. those mid-rangers yeah, that control. was tough to stop. Yeah. But the defense also let some easy they, ones. They were in control um, for into the second quarter, and then, yeah, yeah it just yeah. kind of got away from them. Yeah, they were ahead by nine in the first half. Um, yeah. Starting lineup looked good early on in their first shift, but that was really their only positive shift throughout the entire game, which I'm sure we'll get to, David, with you know, that mm-hmm. starting group. Um, but really, I would say, you know, you talk to guys after the game, you talk to Spolstra after the game, defense, turnovers, that's what they say was the biggest uh, – those were the biggest issues tonight. But I will say, you know, looking at the numbers, now that, like, I have some time to kind of, like, go over things, their defensive rating wasn't good. And, you know, it was, it was basically league average compared to last season's, you know, league rankings. Um, the third quarter obviously was really bad. But yeah. overall in the game, their defense was pretty much average. Their offense was, you know, one-game offensive rating. But if you, like, compare it to numbers from last season, they would have been the worst in the NBA just from tonight. So their offense was – I mean, arguably worse than their defense tonight, but after the game, the talking point was defense. Yeah, well, it's always going to be defense, right? Yeah. That's just the this way team, it yes. rolls. It's always defense. Um, yeah, they shot, you know, we, we talked about this last week, they, that really high win percentage they had last year when they shot yeah. over 40% from three. Now they're 0-1 when they shoot <laughs> over 40% from three. They lost um, so yeah. two games all the last season. All last like year, right. Was it like 32-2 and two or something like it's that? I think you tweeted it out. Yeah. yeah, they're 
they were yeah something like that 32 and 2 I believe um but uh-huh. yeah 32 and 2 when they shot 40% or better 32 and 34 when they shot worse than 40%. They're now 0 and 1 when they shoot over 40% this season. So yeah. If you need any if you need any reminder that this is a new year, let that be your reminder. There you this go. Yeah. Yeah. Um some positive signs that I mean like I would definitely say, right, Tyler Hero was, um, especially in the first half, first quarter, really, like, looked like a guy who's going to be worth the money they're paying him. Um, Jimmy Butler was really good. Um, Caleb, as you mentioned, that first run with the starters, I thought he, like, it looked, like, that was what, obviously, they were hoping it was going to look like, that first run with the starters. Uh, He fit in perfectly. Um, But, yeah, ultimately, just, like, kind of, it was, it, Again, it's weird that you know they shot forty percent and lost, and that does not fit with the heat we saw from last year. But in a lot of ways, it the the way they lost tonight was it, you know the heat they have a way that they look when they lose, and it kind of looked like that tonight, right? So a, lot, a lot of turnovers and a lot of their losses last year. They got really loose with the ball. Um, the lack of a just like go to shot maker, right? They, when you can get a stop and then. The, the key to coming back in basketball games is turning stops into scores. And they, I think in the fourth quarter, they, they turned on the defense a little bit, got a lot of stops early and, and just could not really get that deficit down. I think the closest it got maybe was five. Like they never really. Yeah, around there, four it. or five. Yeah. They yeah. never could quite get it. Um, and that's the lack of having that traditional type of shot maker. Um, and then, you know, just not great, bam, right? The, those were kind of, those are three of the things I think if you look at, like, a lot of the heat losses from last year, it would be a pretty common thread. So, um, you know, they're going to have, assuming they look something similar to they did last year, like, they're going to have games that look like this uh, a couple times this year. They're going to have nights when uh, you see that and you're like, ooh, this this doesn't look very good. But um, obviously they do an, enough other stuff well that, that – make it so that these are just going to be ideally outlier performances right now. Obviously it's the only game we have to work off of. Uh, so uh, hard to know exactly what it's going to look like, but I, I, I guess it's going to look better than that on a nightly basis. Yeah. I love discussing one game sample. I know it's, it's the it's, best, <laughs> um, but really you're right. It's the only thing we have to work off of, but it is just, you, you look at the box score, right? And, um, the Heat won a lot of the categories. They shot a better from the field. They made one fewer three than the Bulls. Um, they outscored them by one point at the free throw line. It really, again, turn the empty possessions late in the game. That's really what yeah. did the Heat in. Um, they took 13 fewer shots in Chicago, and that's hard right. to win when you don't take when you take that that many fewer shots than, than your opponent. So simple math is you probably you know if the other team has more opportunities to score. They have a better shot at winning. So I, I think it, it really comes down to that. But um yeah, like I, I think I think the Heat it's a similar team. We've spoken about it. Thirteen returning guys. But they're trying to play differently. And I think you saw a little bit of that tonight. Just the rotation. I know Victor Oladipo's out, so that kind of changes things, but the rotation just in general, you see it kind of more tilted toward offense, right? And that's not something right. we've seen a lot from this team. Like it's mostly been defense. Last year they were top five defense. Offensively, they did enough to win games, obviously. They were the number one seed. Um, but that wasn't the strength. They were built around defense. This year, 
you see the lineups they're putting out there, a lot of Max Schroes Duncan minutes, Max Schroes Duncan right. Tyler like, minutes. Like the, the, like the 40% threshold we put, like they're going to hit that more this year just because yeah. they're going to have more. If, if this is the rotation, if what we and it probably won't be because that's how Spo rolls, but if this is the rotation, they just got more shooters in the lineup. Yeah, and, and we we kind of saw that shift late last regular season when Duncan followed the starting lineup and then Duncan was coming off the bench and they were trying to open things up for Jimmy and Bam by playing more shooters around them. So it's just kind of a continuation of that, but it's just different. And I asked Max Schroes, like, does it feel like, even though it's so many of the same faces, like, does it feel like guys are playing a different style? And he's like, yeah, kind of like we're trying to play faster, which makes sense, right? Because the Heat's half-court offense wasn't great last year. That was one of their weak, you know, weaknesses. And this year, I mean, obviously tonight in the opener wasn't good. Um, and also said just new combinations. Like even though we're the same guys, like new combinations, new lineups with this, you know, a different starting lineup. Like it, it takes a while to get used to. So I think you saw some of the growing pains tonight. Not that that's an excuse to lose to a team without two of its best players and Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball at home. Um, but I think, you know, some of those tweaks that the Heat made in the offseason and they're trying to play differently, like there's going to be some game moments like this where it just doesn't look smooth. Yeah, yeah, both seem shorthand. Like that's a that's one that if this was not opening night, I think we would be uh, maybe a little harsher on them. Um, yeah. Losing without Zach Levine in the lineup, um, getting absolutely torched by DeMar DeRozan. The defense, as you said, just like, it, honestly not as bad as the offense, but they have a higher standard on defense. Like they're sure. they're a team that's used to kind of locking down stars in and and especially when there's kind of one star carrying the load, right? You, it's not very often that an Eric Spolster team gets like single handedly beaten by one guy, right? It, it usually has to be a collective effort, and that kind of happened tonight. Um, just to like a little look a little like out of sorts on defense and. Um, I guess this can pivot us to talking about Bam a little bit because obviously it was not his his best performance. Um, I would say on either side, Vucevic got got the best of him a little bit there. Um, you know, he's so central to what they do defensively. Um, but then also on offense, he was aggressive early, right? It was the big talking point all off season was is he going to get his shots up? And he he shot a lot early. Uh, took him a while to find the to to Make one. Make one? Yeah. Um, yeah. But what did you, uh, so uh, to me, it's, uh, I mean, again, like, Bam is going to have these games every once in a while, um, just because he's not an incredible offensive player. Uh, but what, what did you make of his performance tonight? And I don't know, do you have any concerns based off this yeah. one game size? I'm not too concerned because the looks he was getting, like, he was like, he missed like a dunk. He missed like two layups. Like, it's yeah. just, it's like Eric's supposed to dunk more, like, though. Yeah, he doesn't dunk. You're right. He doesn't really dunk enough for the shots he gets and, and his size. And, and yeah, he, he should naturally just get more dunks. But I think Eric Spoelstra called it after the game an anomaly. And I, that's what it kind of felt like, you know. Um, I'm not totally writing it off because, you know, the, you know, there were obviously some things he could have done better, but there were so many easy looks that he normally makes that if he even makes just three of them, like, it looks a lot better at 8 of 15, right? He started 1 of 10 from the field. So he shot 4 or 5 in the second half. It was better in the second half. You want him to see right. – you want to see him be more aggressive than taking five shots right. in the second yeah, half. Yeah, and then, you're, and then you're up 15. Right, If then you yeah. if, he, if he starts 4 of 10, you're up 15 early and it changes yeah. everything. 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it was an off game for him, but I'm not overly concerned because I think they were good looks, and over a larger sample, like, he'll be okay. Does the, just the fact that he took as many shots as he did, especially early on, is that a yeah, positive? That's a good sign. Or yeah, that's a good sign. Would you, would yeah. you like him? Uh, that's at a good the same sign. time, that's, is there, like, you don't want him to press, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing, right? Like, you want him to take more shots, right? Obviously, that's the push. That's been the storyline. That's been the narrative this offseason. But you want him to take shots in the flow of the offense. You don't want him to press or force things, like you said. Um, but it, it felt like his looks were okay. Like, I don't think they were, like, he was forcing things. Like, again, they were good looks. He just, they just, he just missed them. Um, right. So, if anything, I think the bigger issue with his game tonight uh, was the five turnovers. You know, those he, he committed the most turnovers on the team. And, yes, he, he has the ball in his hands a lot. Yeah. He's above the offense, but he can't be committing five turnovers. Um, so that, that was probably the, the biggest issue uh, with his performance. Yeah, he's got, he's gonna, it's gonna be a balance, right? It's gonna be the balance, and it's always is the balance of being aggressive and, and letting things happen in the flow of the offense. And, um, it was another topic we touched on last week. Like, he, his path, he, you know, the, a lot of the assists he used to get are the dribble handoff stuff. Yeah. And just the way the lineups are structured this year, that's not going to be, I don't think, as central to what this team does. So, um, you know, he's going to have a different role in this offense than he has had in the past. And uh, that's another place where they're, you know, again, he's established. He's a star. Um, he's one of the best two-way guys in the league. But there's going to be growing pains for a guy like him, too. And that's just what happens um, on the, you know, for every team in the NBA, right? And yeah. the first game of the season can sometimes be determined by a guy like DeMar DeRozan going off for 37 when um, – Every, every when no one else is kind of playing up to their standard. Yeah, and to your point, that's a really good point, David. Like Bam, now I, it just seems and like it because of the personnel he's playing around now with Tyler Hero in the starting lineup. A lot more pick and rolls he's involved. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more rolling to the basket as opposed to the, yeah. the dribble handoff stuff. So yeah, that's an adjustment for him. And we've talked about like they're going to try to play. They're going to try to play different. They're going to try new ideas, and there's going to be rough patches. And and Again, it's not an excuse, but you saw some of that tonight, whether it was Bam, you know, playing the way he did, or um, Cal Lowry, which we probably need to get into, just not being aggressive enough, not being as big of, you know, he needs to be a little more aggressive offensively, I think, and be be more involved on that end of the court um, for this team to really reach its ceiling. Um, and just a starting lineup in general, like, yeah, it, had a good, it was a good start, but other than that, they just weren't good. I think they're on score by 13 points in their 17 minutes together in the opener. When your starting lineup is getting on score by 13 points, you're not going to win many games. So um, that unit needs to play better. Um, they simply just need more time together. They, they We spoke about last week. They didn't play much of their last year. Um, and then in the preseason, they played one game together. Um, right. So you, you think naturally it'll get better as time goes on, but tonight was not a good start to the year for them. Uh, what did you like from the starting lineup? Obviously, they had a very good run at the start of the game, as yeah. you mentioned, did not sustain it after that. What did you like about what you saw at the start of the game from them? Yeah, I mean, I think you saw what Tyler and Caleb add, right? Tyler with his spot-up shooting, his ability to make, not only just to make threes, but he's, he's a more diverse offensive player than a Max Schuess or a Duncan Robinson, yes. right? He's He can put the ball on the floor. He could create. He could He's effective in pick and rolls. Like he's just a more, he's a more diverse skill set. 
And then Caleb Martin, he basically, all of his production came in that first, that first quarter during those first few yeah. minutes when the starting line played well. He scored all seven of his points. Right off three the assists, bat. yeah. yeah. Um, but you saw him. Oh, that guy, PJ Tucker. He's yeah, I mean, he, he was, and he looked, you know, you kind of saw what makes him different than PJ Tucker at that four spot. Put, right. Guys, you know, attacking closeouts, putting the ball on the floor, creating open shots for other guys. PJ Tucker didn't do that last year. He was either in the corner, hitting spot up three or taking spot up threes, or, you know, on the elbow. Uh, right. Playing a dribble he was like a true facilitator, you know? so, like a pivot. Yeah. He was like a pivot. Yeah, so it's just you, you kind of saw what the starting lineup could be, I think, in that first quarter. Uh, but then after that, late in the second quarter, they came on again, and the Bulls made a run to tie it entering halftime. And then obviously in the beginning of the third quarter, the starting lineup was not good at all. And that's kind of when the Bulls mm-hmm. uh, made their run and, and gained some separation. Right. Yeah, I mean, they, like we said, the Heat was in within striking distance at the end of the game. Um down four or five points. The starters, for the most part, check back in. Strew stayed in, but um, you know they had a chance to go win that game, and obviously couldn't get it done at the end. Um, Hero, I guess we should talk about a little bit. Um, awesome run at the start of the game, especially hitting threes, uh, hitting crazy reverse layup, uh, yeah. getting to the free throw line uh, a couple times. Better in the second half, but uh, that that first run. You know that that's who he is. Is he's he's going to give you a quarter at a time or an eight minute burst at a time where he's going to just single handedly take over the game. Obviously, the next step for him is is get to the level where he can do that across um, you know thirty six minutes a night. But uh, no, I, I thought a very promising start to his season. If he looks like that all year, then uh, he's going to be deserving of that spot in the starting lineup. Yeah, offensively, he's just. He's, I still, even though Jimmy's great and when need, when need someone to score in crunch time in a huge game, you're going to put the ball in Jimmy's hands most of the time. But Tyler's probably still the most fluid, natural scorer on the team. And his offensive package just keeps growing. I mean, that reverse layup in that first quarter yeah. was incredible. Um, what a finish. So, you know, now he's hitting threes. Obviously, he's, he's, it looks like he's shooting better from the outside. He obviously has that mid range game, but his package around the basket. Yeah, nasty. continues to get yeah get a lot better than it was a few years ago. Um, so yeah, I, I just my biggest thing that I'm watching is like, can they maximize him in that starting unit? And I know he's gonna play a lineup right. set where he can be that guy. Um, but even just like his usage rate from tonight, like it wasn't as high as it was. I think it was 22 percent um, tonight, and last year it was a little higher. So like we knew his usage rate was gonna go down. Um, but how much mm-hmm. of a dip is there going to be, and is that a good thing for him? Like, do you want that usage rate to to not be as high as it was last year? Right. Um, so that's kind of the one thing I'm monitoring. Like, is that are they maximizing Tyler's skill set by using him in that lineup? And they might not have a choice, right? He wants to be a starter. Yeah. He's good enough to be a starter. It's just a fit in that lineup. I don't know. You know, we'll see if if it really can work, um, and if it if it's really utilizing him in the best way possible. Yeah, they need that starting lineup to be good, right? When you when you move a guy, when you move the sixth man of the year into the starting lineup, you're theoretically sacrificing some bench production for the benefit of improving your starting lineup, uh, which means they have to be good. And tonight, like you said, they were not good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's bottom line. So I and, and I think yeah. not, not to transition a little bit to Kyle Lowry. 
to me, um, it's one game, but that's probably the big, the most concerning thing from tonight, I would say, just because we saw a lot of this last season as well with Kyle, where like he just wasn't involved enough offensively. Um, and then, you know, to start the season for him to start one of seven, I think he took two shots in the first half. Like, you know, I, I know he's, he's playing around a lot of guys who, you know, you want Jimmy to take shots. You want Bam to take more shots. You obviously mm-hmm. want Tyler, the ball in Tyler's hands. So Kyle is not going to take 18 shots a game. Um, but taking two shots in the first half, or I think it was in Tennessee. Um, yeah, two shots, oh, two in the first half. Like that just, that can't happen, right? Like he should be one of your best offensive players. He should be, you know, um, directing things. Like he finished with four assists and three turnovers. Like it's just, when he's playing 35 minutes, um, he just needs to be more involved. So I think that is something that, you know, we'll, that he needs to find an answer for to get him more involved in those lineups. Um, because he's a big part of making that star lineup work. And if he can't, you know, they can't maximize his skill, his skill set or utilize his skill set in the best in that combination. Is there an argument to be made? I, I don't know. I don't want to overreact to one game, but is there an argument to be made of him playing off the bench? That's kind of the, the running the second unit. I, I don't know, but Kyle just has to, to do more than what he did tonight. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, let, let's wrap up with the Kyle Lowry. I think that's where we need to finish this. Uh, it's kind of the elephant in the room um, and dating back really to the end of last year, right? Because, you know, the, the start of the last season was so positive for him. He looked like, um, he looked, he looked like the all-star they hoped they were getting. Um, and just eventually, you know, he obviously missed a lot of time came back and did not look like a guy at all during the playoffs. And I think what we saw tonight uh, looked a lot, unfortunately looked a lot like the bad Kyle Lowry we saw in the second half of last year. Um, the jumper was all over the place over five from three, you know, that was when they, when they yeah. first brought him in last year, that was a huge part. I think of what we thought he was going to bring to this team was giving them a legitimately great three point shooter at point guard. Um, and, you know, whether it's com you know, whether it was injuries last year or just 
age or, or whatever it was, by the end of last year, he was, you know, kind of across the board a liability. And, and we saw the kind of worst, saw the worst of him, I think, tonight. Um, it's, again, it's only game one. Sure. Um, he's an older guy. Sometimes older guys need to play their way into shape a little bit as the season goes on. Um, but, but what we saw tonight was, uh, I would say concerning just because it looked similar to what we saw at the end of last sure, year. Yeah. It's not, you know, it, 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 it fits with the trend that we saw last year, the, the downward trend we saw. And at 36, um, it, you know, when, when you're that old, it, it takes, you know, it's, it's a lot harder to get back on track when, when you're in your mid to late thirties than it is when you're hit a slump when you're 26. Yeah. And I think, again, we know for this Heat team to reach its ceiling, like Kyle needs to be the guy who was in the final weeks of last season where he's, you know, hitting that pull up three or mid range, long mid range jumper, um, you know, off those pick and roll sets and kind of attacking drop defenses and, being more aggressive and being a guy you could rely on late in games. And, you know, he led the league and he was second in the NBA in charges drawn last year. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, those are all things. That he had. Even when he was, even when he was not great in the playoffs, he had that. He did. He did. And, and, but offensively, like, again, he, he just, it's one game, but I think that what, what makes it concerning is, again, we saw a lot of it this last year. Um, where he just they're the same he problems he had, same yeah. problems, and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't taking many shots. He was, you know, not really looking for his own as far as scoring for most of the year. There were nights where again he was, you know, one of seven. Like we saw some of those nights last year. So he'll have better games in this. Obviously, he's not going to shoot one of seven for the rest of the season. But um, you know, you just you were hoping that he would you would see a little bit of a different Kyle um, to start this season, and you know. This wasn't the, the start I'm sure he wanted, and the Heat didn't, you know, the Heat didn't want, obviously. So, um, yeah, I, I think if I have to pick one thing that's most concerning, it's Kyle Lowry's performance, just because that's been the biggest question mark for the past few months in the offseason, and he didn't exactly have the best answer uh, to start off this season. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, obviously we, we talked a couple, I don't know, a month, whatever, media day, where he, uh, he was – kind of as defiant as we've ever heard someone yeah. be about like Pat Riley um, and like the fitness comments and all that. And, and again, we, we, we've said it. he's got a different body type. He's never going to be, uh, I think he's never going to look the way that I think a lot of heat fans would like him to look. Um, but you know, and he never has, and he's made it work a lot. Um, but it all just kind of, uh, it, it all adds to the, uh, I think, yeah, the, the scrutiny that he's gonna yeah. have, right? Yeah, the narrative, the scrutiny, um, you know, the fact he's the third high, you know, one of the three highest paid players on the team. He's getting paid like he's supposed to be this team's third star. Um, it's it's hard to win if one of your guys being paid like that is not performing to that standard. Um, and he, for the most part, made it work last year. Again, he was. I, I think people forget he was really good at the first half of the season. Uh, he was good. Injuries and some personal yeah. yeah. Um, before some injuries and, and, uh, some, some personal issues kept him, uh, off the court for a lot of the second half of the year. And then obviously injuries in the playoffs. Um, you know, he's obviously not the Kyle Lowry of five years ago. Um, when Toronto was 
when he was the guy in Toronto. Um, but if, if he's the guy that he was in the first half of last year, then, then I think this is fine. If he's the guy that he wasn't in, in the playoffs, they, I mean, they got to get lucky in some ways, right? You got to have a guy like, you got to have guys that are, and the Heat are fortunate. They've got a lot of guys, I think, on favorable contracts, right? Like if Max Struess has another great year and takes another step, that's a big deal. Caleb Martin obviously could do that. Uh, Victor Oladipo. Like, there's a lot of, you know, we didn't see Victor Oladipo tonight. We didn't see Nikola Jovic. Like, a couple of guys who are going to be important parts of this thing and can help you overcome um, some deficiencies elsewhere on the roster. Uh, but, like, Victor Oladipo has – or, sorry, uh, Kyle Lowry – he has to be better than he was tonight. Yeah. Again, and we, it's one game. We we think he can be better than he was tonight, but uh, you know, we saw the, the margin for error shrinks a lot if he's not, you know, if if, if at some point he's going to fall off as a player, right? It it happens, and if that happens this year, the margin for error for the Heat uh, becomes a lot thinner. Yeah, I, I think that's totally fair to say. Like, if Kyle Lowry plays like this or anything close to this. This season, yeah. like they're not going to be a championship. Right, it's not even right. like this. He's going to be a lot better than this. It's he's, not like he he's was got, like this kind of bad. He was yeah. awful tonight. Yeah, and, and and it's not like he has to be a superstar, right? As, if he plays yeah. like he did last regular season, like they're they're a contender. Yeah, well, like, he was shoot. like top ten in the NBA in assists, shoot thirty seven percent from three, like yeah, forty four percent from the works. field on ten shots a game, you know, but. The one of seven again taking shoot two shots in the first half. You just you don't you don't want to see that right? Like he just needs to be more involved in what they're doing, and I, and I think that's part again of growing pains with this starting lineup. Like there is so many guys who not only can need to take shots, but can have the ball in their hands and direct things. Like Tyler Hero, he can play as a point guard. We've seen Bam. We've seen him facilitate. Jimmy, obviously, even Caleb Martin is a guy who can put the ball on the floor and facilitate. Like, where does that leave Kyle Lowry? How does he fit in this group? And I think that's a big question that still needs to be answered because it didn't look like the best fit tonight, at least. And, you know, we'll see moving forward if it gets better. All right. Uh, I think we can wrap things up there. Uh, you got any final thoughts before we get going and go to bed? It's one game. That's not overreact. Although Celtics, I will say, it's gonna be fun on, we should say that Celtics is going to be yeah. a good test on Friday. I was going to say, I will say the Heat don't have an easy schedule. Like this could get, I mean, if they, they play a lot better or it could get ugly really quick. I mean, Boston's obviously very, very good. Toronto, talented, you know, a team that most people mm-hmm. think will make the playoffs. And then they go out West for three games, which is never easy. Yeah. So, um, this is, this was a winnable game that they didn't take advantage of. Um, but again, it's one game. There's 81 to go, so stay calm. All right. Uh, you can follow Anthony on Twitter at Anthony underscore Chang. He's got all your coverage from Heat opening night um, and obviously all season long. Be sure to follow him. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DBWilson2. Um, I'm all over the place like usual, but on this Heat Check podcast uh, in your podcast apps every Thursday morning, uh, so be sure to subscribe and listen all year long because we'll be here every week from now until uh, until the heat season ends. Maybe maybe the NBA Finals. Um, they're going to have to be better than they were tonight, though, if they want to make it there. Um, but anyway, thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week.